Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to The Sunroom. My name is Ren, and on this podcast, I'll dive deep into solo discussions, sharing wisdom I've gained as I step into mindful living, healing trauma, and so much more. I invite you to get back to who you are, continue to lean in as you grow, all while leading with love along the way. Join me, won't you? Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Sunroom Podcast. I'm your host, Ren, yogi and self-transformation worker. This week's episode, number 45, we're going to talk all about rest. There are seven different types of rest, and here are why they are so important. There is physical rest, mental rest, social rest, creative rest, spiritual rest, emotional rest, sensory rest. Let's start from the top. With a physical rest, the most obvious form of physical rest is getting a good night's sleep. It would be best if you ideally got at least eight hours of sleep at night. However, in addition to this, you also need to allow your body to unwind physically. Ideas of this could be getting a massage, taking part in a slow stretch or yoga session, or using a foam roller on the body. With mental rest, we have thousands of thoughts going through our heads daily. It's important to allow our minds to take a break from all of the thinking. For this, try meditation or focusing on something such as the sound of the rain or even your breathing. Most of the things we worry about are just in our heads and not worthy of dwelling on. So as you are taking part in the Sunroom podcast journey, I hope that you dive deep into the meditations that I offer for the past few months of us being online. Social rest. For me, social rest is one of the types of rest I don't realize I need until I just a couple years ago. I used to fully book out my weeks with social activities and never gave myself me time. I've come to learn, though, how essential social rest is to my life. Hanging out with other people can be extremely tiring and energy draining, especially if you spend time with someone who tends to dump their emotions on you. Keep days of your week free to spend time doing nothing or doing your favorite hobby. You'll feel a lot more energized and relaxed in the long term. One of the things I really enjoy talking about meditation earlier, you can turn it into a bit of meditation and action. You're not really thinking twice about the movements that you're making, but you know within the efforts of the movement you're making art. You are performing a show. You are singing. You are journaling. But it just comes freely. And again feeling a lot more energized and relaxed in the long term. Within that creative rest really ties in. Do you ever feel like you're running out of ideas or you're generally unsure about what you want from life? A creative rest allows your mind to flow, reconnect with our inner being, and appreciate the beauty of things. Get inspired by diving into artistic hobbies such as painting or drawing. Alternatively, you could spend time admiring nature any of these things that you choose to take a part in, really make sure that you are connecting to that rest, that surrender, that ease. Because just as much as that we take all these things on, you naturally gravitate towards a lighter demeanor, which then could honestly turn into a take into spirituality, which is a big part of this rest aspect as well. One of the types of rest that we neglect the most is spiritual rest which allows us to connect with our true selves. This could be through meditation, journaling, praying, or any way you feel helps that you refocus and be more in line with your desires. 
I've done a few podcast episodes previously on alignment, how to be aligned, what that kind of feels like and energetically could take on for you. So hopefully you dive into that when you feel it's calling your name. But yet it really does speak to part of the wholeness of the journey of finding rest and being able to be more productive within your day and finding a balance within that. Because as you do so, this is my own personal opinion, emotional rest will gingerly follow. We often keep our emotions all bottled up and don't like to share them with others. Emotional rest is, therefore, one of the most essential types of rest. Allow your emotions to flow every once in a while and get them out of your system. Express how you feel and stop trying to please others. Again, when you find that spirituality, it does bring a bit of vulnerability on your side. And stepping into your authenticity and being empowered and vulnerable about how you would like to show up in the world, that emotional rest does come with it. It may feel a bit tumultuous at first because you don't know what people are going to think. You don't know how people are going to perceive the rest that you're taking on, which is totally valid. It's totally just. But know that that emotional rest does come over time as you're letting these other things find a bit of a softer gaze, which then takes us into our sensory rest. Like others, you're probably used to being on your phone a lot. If it's not your phone, it's your laptop and or you're watching TV or try to find hobbies that don't involve screens. Also, I am, for example, quite sensitive to bright lights and loud, disturbing noises. I love it when my apartment is quiet and I only have low lighting on, window light, and it might not be something that you would think of, but giving all of the senses a rest can be quite harmonious when I am trying to focus on giving a beautiful podcast episode. But finding these areas that we can gather that rest, not having to have all my senses on and trying to be uneased as I do my work, as I am walking through life, the easier I've found that that sensory rest can really come into play. So which one of these seven types of rest do you really feel like you most resonate with or need most? I want you to comment below or even send me a DM, get in touch with me in any way you'd like with my flowwithren at gmail.com or our www.flowwithren.com and let me know what kinds of these rest strategies are you most interested in knowing more about? How can I dive in a bit deeper for you all as my audience? I've never really asked that before. I am interested to know on what topics you would like for this podcast to take on even. So let let me know. Oh, I'm really interested in finding this out. And again, as we're stepping through these different levels of rest that are super important, I want you to also understand that there may come guilt and a bit of grief when it comes to accepting a bit of rest. I know for myself, as I have stepped into making more TikToks and walking the walk and talking the talk and putting and using the information that I give out to the world a bit more seriously. I feel as though this type of rest has really let me understand that it can happen at the same time as me working. Again, with that sensory rest, I'm able to make my surroundings a bit more comfortable for myself so that I'm able to produce what it is that I do, to be able to share my knowledge and my wisdom and to be able to help you all understand a bit more about yourself, no matter what that looks like. 
So again, finding that rest in your body may come with a bit of guilt because you don't tap into it very often. You may feel as though, how do I, how do I deserve to rest right now? You are worthy just by being yourself. There's no need for any guilt, any shame around taking good care of yourself. Now let's step a bit deeper into the different types of how we can rest. First, we have for physical rest. Physical rest is an activity which helps you in releasing tension from the body, restores peace and calm. Now, how can you practice this physical rest? Hit the bed earlier than usual. And you know what? Not even earlier than usual. Let's stay away from all of our gadgets as much as you can. Practice some deep breath exercises. Maybe do some stretches in bed or along the kitchen as you're getting your midnight snack. And maybe even take some power naps. I know for myself, I go through bouts of not being able to sleep well, and I used to feel so guilty about taking a nap. I love naps, and if it helps me make myself more productive and able to show up for my business and for myself, why the heck not? Another one is sensory rest. Sensory rest is when you limit the attack of sensory information coming from electronic gadgets, background sounds, etc. You can practice sensory rest with getting some noise-canceling headphones, Unplug all of your electronic devices, such as mobile phones, laptops, mixer, loud chimneys, etc. Stay away from busy life for 30 minutes a day. Within doing that, I can guarantee you that it will give you a different perspective and outlook on life. As you continue to take that time to understand yourself, to just be quiet, listen to your home, it really does give you a bit of present moment feel, very mindful, and whether that's right before bed or before you start your day, cutting down on loud noises and taking that time for yourself to stay away from these environments that overstress the body before you even just get out of bed, taking it down to a bare minimum or just a little bit of a uh, reduction. Spiritual rest. Spiritual rest is when you delve deep into yourself and think about your personal philosophies and how you are as a person. So now how can you practice spiritual rest? Practice your religion's routines if you are a religious person. Practice in spiritual discussions with your close ones. Practice gratitude every day. Open up your heart to positivity and happiness and have faith in your spirituality. For those of you that are religious, taking a bit more of a heart-led, love-led approach to your practices Where can you lean in and shine a bit brighter within whatever your calling may be? And honestly, practicing gratitude for this very moment that we're in, finding abundance in the tiniest of moments, no matter if it's the taste of your coffee, the quality of your morning, finding that beautiful calm before you have to go out into your day and go to work. Next would be our mental rest. Mental rest is when you choose to take a much-needed break from all the racing thoughts in your mind and embrace peace and quiet. How can you practice mental health? Meditating daily, chanting calm mantras, spending time in nature, doodling, drawing, and even spending time alone. Being able to find yourself in your creative endeavors, being able to alchemize your feelings into something really beautiful, whether it's painting, communicating, singing, drawing, playing an instrument, or again, tapping into these different layers of rest. 
spending time in nature and on top of that alone, a lot of the times has really inspired me to find this beautiful rest. And last with our emotional rest. Emotional rest is when you disconnect yourself from every sort of negative emotions and activities and you put your emotional health first. How can you practice emotional rest? Expressing your emotions, even the negative ones. Not judging yourself for how you feel. Staying away from toxic people. Practicing self-talking. Journaling. Now, for myself, when it comes to this, it was a big journey to be able to find this kind of rest within self. I know at times it was sticky to navigate through, but as, not but, and as I have been staying away from the toxicity in my life, the noise in my life, finding that calm beneath the noise, expressing my true empowered authenticness into the world, again, expressing your emotions, even the negative ones, I think is super important especially for those of you that have grown up as codependent or having people-pleasing tendencies or have taken on emotions of others at times. Being able to find this disconnect, this unattached path of staying at a distance, having those boundaries within self, knowing that you can only let yourself go so far before it's not going to be an equal reciprocating relationship. So as you're practicing this self-talking, knowing that you only speak to yourself a specific way, so you would not let anybody else speak to you any differently. So hopefully that your inner self-talk becomes a bit more important for yourself. And I know for the past three or four years, I have journaled immensely. And even within the journal I have now has only been started in September and it's already at its end. I recommend that as you are getting through your self, positive self-talk, that you also journal that self-talk down that you also encourage yourself, that you inspire yourself, that you write down your ideas, your wants, your goals, because the more they're able to express that and again, alchemize it into a creative outlook, an aligned creative action, then you're able to implement that emotional rest as well. You feel that ease within self, knowing that you have released it in a fashion that feels soothing. Now, as you're walking through this journey of rest, I want you to make a list for yourself of what energy drainers are in your life and what energy givers are in your life. Because we have these things that I like to call energy leaks. And these are the things that take you outside of your rest. Rest is and has been an attempt of mine to be my base level of where I stand. I want to be at that beautiful sense of rest and collected present energy towards the goals that I have that I'd like to achieve. I want now, because we have this focus, to really pinpoint where these energy drainers and these energy givers are. Who are these energy leaks that take our attention away from that rest, away from that baseline of where you would like to be? So whether that's sloppy boundaries, overworking, negative people, fried fatty foods, alcohol, overthinking, all of these things take on mental space. And they take up an arrangement within your day to day that puts you outside of yourself and outside of your own needs. It's time to rearrange our thinking within these energy drainers to cultivate energy givers out of the situation. How can we be reciprocal and make this connection work? 
So we need to have clear boundaries, time in nature, taking time off, learning something new, getting creative, water, drinking as much of it as possible a day, and eating as many greens and veggies and fruits as you can. Not that meat isn't an amazing additive to a meal, but so many times than not, it is fried, it is a potato, it is a poultry, it is a beef, it is something that is not very diverse all the time. So being able to bring something into your life that's a bit different is the intention, I think, with that. But again, as we have those clear boundaries within self in the way that we'd like to show up in the world, how to receive that rest, I think is extremely important. Spending time in nature just naturally grounds your energy, creates a bit of rest and ease, puts you in awe at times. And some of the ways that we can find this rest within what we've been talking about, we can find these dimensions within our self-care. So our physical self-care involves our fitness and sleep habits. This area also includes your managing of stress, your dental and medical checkups, and your sexual health as well. Another one would be your intellectual self-care involves your personal growth, continuous pursuing of learning and education, engaging in new things, and practicing mindfulness and having a positive mindset are extremely lucrative to self-care. Social self-care involves having a supportive network of people you can turn to when you need uplifting, guidance, or someone to talk to. Social connections help create a sense of belonging and acceptance, and at times a mirroring to your own experiences. Spiritual self-care involves the beliefs and values that guide your life. This includes practices that help nourish your soul, seek understanding, and explore your spiritual life. For myself in particular, Doing yoga and being a part of a yoga community is something I don't take lightly. I really enjoy the history behind yoga, the practice and philosophy of yoga, and how it has directed my life in a way that has completely changed over time. And it's all taking care of myself and putting myself first and finding that rest and ease within my nervous system and eventually into my emotional self-care that needed to happen which involves awareness of your feelings and emotions, dealing with stress positively, and cultivating a sense of compassion, kindness, and love for yourself and others. At times I'd be so angry at myself, or I would be so done with the way that I was doing things and knowing that they just weren't coming to fruition in the way that I wanted. So as I've taken these steps and these leaps to find this self-care in these many different dimensions, taking steps to find rest in all of those ways and really use that to an advantage to fuel that proactive energy, to fuel that aligned action that I'd like to take in my life. Not that I only had to have one or the other, but having both at the same time and at a combination that worked best for me. And the whole point of doing any of this Flow with Ren or the Sunroom podcast is be able to explain and provide information that is able to help you do the same in the way that you feel that suits you best. So as you're taking this time away, giving yourself permission to not be helpful all the time, something unproductive can blossom into something amazing and creative, and connection to art and nature will only let that bloom a bit more. 
and finding that solitude within your environment to recharge a bit. Read a book, again, being in nature, maybe both. And finding a break from responsibility every once in a while is totally okay. Because as you find that bit of a break, that fresh air, that deep breath, you're being able to decompress within your stillness, find a safe space, and be able to cultivate that time alone at home or, again, in nature, and really enjoy the present moment. Take in your surroundings, all senses, and as you do so, you're able to really find a bit of flow, a bit of rhythm within your rest. You are not lazy. You are exhausted. You are constantly monitoring your thoughts, questions, and analyzing your emotional responses, doubting your worth, calming anxiety, shaking off nightmares, and silently using techniques to keep yourself present and grounded. You are allowed to take time off to rest. You deserve rest just by being you. I want to leave you with a quote. Nurture the discomfort. Be rewarded with ease. As you step in and lean into your journey, your path, your purpose in life, no matter what that may be, no matter how that may reflect and mirror into the world, there's going to be a bit of discomfort. And the more that you give it grace, compassion, and love for self as you navigate that discomfort, the amount of ease that comes through the other side when you let go of a lot of heavy things that you've held in your life and that discomfort within. And the more that you find rest and you're able to nurture self, the more that ease becomes even more yummy and delicious. Thank you all for tuning in. I can't wait to see you next week. Have a great day. Thank you, beautiful souls, for joining me in the sunroom once again. As this podcast grows, I can't wait to share my wisdom, love for meditation, and spiritual learnings with you along the way. Intrigued by the discussions thus far, I invite you to connect with me one-on-one through my website at www.flowwithren.com and to stay social at flow underscore with underscore Ren on my Instagram for updates, podcast announcements, events, and much, much more. I can't wait to see you around. Have a great day.